Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, we are here to light a fire under your ass. Welcome to our talking about the new year episode, resolution-y but not resolution-y, you should just be doing things to motivate yourself forward all year long. This transitions into our first topic. If you didn't do it last year, what makes you think you're going to do it this year? Ooh, real talk. But for real though, right? So if you didn't have the ambition or wasn't on the top of your priority list to do in 2019, What makes it any different for 2020? If it's really not on the top of your priority list and it's not going to move you or your business forward, is it really worthwhile to count as a quote unquote resolution or I got to do it within the first month of 2020 to make it real? I mean, I totally am going to lose a lot of weight this January that I didn't last January. So I don't know what you're talking about, Chell. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's real. Uh, Statistically, uh, a huge majority of people uh, who make New Year's resolutions don't keep them. And then they feel bad about them. I, for one, do not make New Year's resolutions anymore. More, I take the new year as a time to reflect on what has happened in in my life as well as my business and uh, think about where I want to go and goal set. Uh, which to me is different than a resolution or at least most resolutions because I'm, I'm making a path forward and giving myself a direction, not saying like I jokingly said a minute ago, like I'm going to lose 20 pounds or whatever. Do you have a way to go about looking at your, your year past and taking what you've learned from that and moving it forward? Yeah. So my, my year past is reflected in both my digital calendar, which has, everything in it. So I usually take a, a little stroll through my calendar and, and see what stands out. And often it's things I just totally forgot about. And I'll just be like, wow, how was this year? And, and that was a big deal. And then the other thing I do is I look at my books for my financials for the, um, for the business in general. And I'll always be um, surprised, sometimes good, sometimes bad about where I stand, <laughs> but uh, mostly good. And, and that'll also tell me, uh, areas I need to work on or, uh, what I use the looking back to help inform the goals I want to make moving forward. So it's not just looking back for nostalgia's sake or like giving myself a pat on the back, but it's more for like ideas like, oh, I did really good at X, Y, and Z, but you know where I could expand the business, something I haven't done really a lot of. Uh, is this thing that I tried in April and then forgot about. Stuff like that really uh, helps me brainstorm what I'm going to do, what I'm going to set my goals for uh, the new year. I really like that. I've tried to be a little bit more reflective. I mean, I feel like I've always been kind of a reflective learning from my mistakes and pasts and positives kind of person. But with the business, especially when everything is on your shoulders to do it can be challenging to take a second to look back 
but it doesn't necessarily just have to be an end of year thing, right? I mean, that can be a quarterly thing that you do or a monthly thing or a weekly thing, maybe not so much daily because when you're kind of in the nitty gritty of it all, it becomes too much. (laughs) Every single day. Um, Actually, I haven't, I have, a, I have an app I think I've mentioned on the show before uh, called a five minute journal, which does ask me to reflect my day. I don't, I hardly ever do. I do the begin. There's one at the beginning and the day and one at the end of the day. I never do the one at the end of the day. It always seems like ugh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, But maybe that's more of like a weekly thing because again, it can be so stressful being in the day to day of it. Definitely. I do the same thing on a micro scale for my weeks. I think, what am I going to accomplish this week? What do I need to do to move the needle forward? And then look at what I did last week as a starting point. And, and exactly like you suggested, I, I generally have a, a theme, I call them, I guess. Uh, I don't really call them anything, but I'm just coming up with it now. I have a theme for the month or a challenge for the month every month. And I have a theme for the year. My theme for this year was I was going to very intentionally, as much as humanly possible, not say no to any music opportunity that came up, which has nothing to do with my IT business, but was something I wanted to work on. And one thing I continually did was not make enough time for music. So this year I was like, if it comes up and I have something come up, that's like, you should do this. I'm going to say yes, unless I'm like absolutely falling apart. And, you know, now it's December and I haven't fallen apart yet. And I've said yes to every musical opportunity that came forward. So... That was my quote unquote resolution, but really it was just theming what am what do I want to focus on this year more than like I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z with music or I'm gonna lose X amount of pounds or or whatever. Uh even though like we talk all the time about being very specific with your goals and measurable goals and blah, blah, blah. For the New Year's thing, for the year-long thing, that's just so much time to stay hyper focused on one thing. So I break things down by month, by quarters. And then I have like a theme for the year and this year was music. I like that. Yeah. Cause I feel like everyone's new year's resolution or kind of mindset going into a new year is always right. New year, new me. I get to start over, but why would you want to start over? You've spent X amount of years for me, 27 working on who I am. I don't want to be a completely different person. You know, um, so (laughs) (laughs) also what changed between December 31st and January 1st? Nothing. You're not a new person. (laughs) That's actually one of my favorite uh, song lyrics. It's an older John Fogarty song, but it's great lyric. And it's um, it took me years of effort to become the mess that you see. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that for so many reasons, because it's like I'm not going to throw away everything I was last year because it's a new year, a new me. It's like, no, I have a lot of experience and stuff I'm going to build on whether I like it or not that are going to inform who I am January 1st. Totally. And as part of the reflective aspect of things, my goal for the coming year is to kind of take more of an approach that you have. But in the past, I've found that not just at the end of the year, but if I'm going through like a rough patch and I can't seem to get over it for whatever reason, whether it be like internally, mentally, or something happens and it's kind of just weighing me down, um, I write about it. So I don't always journal, but if I find that something is particularly challenging and I can't seem to shake it off or get over it, I write it down. And then that gives me the ability to just move on and keep going. So that's not really an end of the year thing, but 
whenever I feel stuck, I just write. The other thing I do reflectively is I look through my phone's pictures, which has gotten more and more organized. So it used to be just an endless scroll and I would stop at whatever caught my eye. But now it's more curated by my phone, which I like and don't like. But anyway, (laughs) um, uh, that's also a fun thing because there are things that aren't reflected on my calendar necessarily or in my uh, books that uh, will come up and I'll be like, oh, I remember that. That was a good thing. We should do that again. (laughs) Stuff like that. It's it's all, again, to inform what I want to prioritize moving forward. Definitely. And what your highlights were from the past year, right? So it's not just necessarily all business. It can be really cool things that happened like axe throwing or I don't know, having a fun day out with your dog or something like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, I usually, I mentioned that I do a a 30 day challenge or the monthly challenge or whatever. And that it's like the simplest stuff. Um, Terrible at this (laughs) end of the month and I'm still not doing it very consistently. So, you know, sometimes you fail and you learn things and you move on, right? But uh, what I'm trying to do this month and failing epically at is I am trying to take three deep breaths between every activity all day long. So if I'm going to like finish recording with you here, I'm going to take three deep breaths and then go do whatever's next. And it just gives you a moment to like pause, especially as like a solopreneur in a crazy busy day just gives you a second to pause, um, not feel so overwhelmed, letting the pressure just keep building throughout the day until you can finally release when you go home at like five or six, you're like, ah, so it really helps the like two or three days this month. I've actually done that a little bit. (laughs) So I really, I I might make it a goal for next month again, just because I've been not so good at remembering to do it. But that's what I mean when I'm saying like a monthly goal or challenge. It's it's not necessarily like, all right, this, this month I'm losing 10 pounds or I'm making $10,000 or whatever. It's just something easy, something that I think is going to improve my life, a habit I would, or a nugget of a habit I would like to develop. So I feel like we've talked about similar things in, in our past podcasts, but it's what's going to be most important on your list, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be a, I, I get this done and it's checked off my list forever. Something like that can be like reoccurring on your list, which is why it's important to kind of turn it into a theme. And I like using that term too, so that you're focusing on the theme of the month or the theme of the quarter and really honing in on that. Yeah, I think to me too, just all of my all my goals get broken down into what habits do I need to make that happen? So, I mean, the most cliche New Year's resolution is I'm going to lose weight, right? So just going off of that, like saying I'm going to lose weight in 2020 is a terrible resolution because you're not saying how you're going to lose weight, right? So if that, if that is your goal and no judgment, if that is the most important thing to you to do next year, by all means do it. Um, but you're not going to do it just by saying, Oh, it's January 1st time to get serious about my health, you know, like, and then that's why gym memberships go way up January 1st and way back down February 1st. Right. Gyms love January. They get a bunch of money for people not showing up, um, or showing up for like the first three or four days and then going, Oh my God. Um, and so what I like to do is just break it down into what habits do I need to do? So if I want to lose weight, it's like, okay, I need to start going to the gym or doing some sort of exercise. 
So I need to start making time in my calendar to work out and I need to start eating better, right? Two very separate things. Obviously eating better is the way to lose weight. So I need to start really making uh, meal prep. So let's say you're someone like I used to be who ate out all the time. And then I became someone who meal prepped lunch. And that's about where I am now. And sometimes that means I do eat out more often than I'd like for dinner. So I need to start making sure I get enough food for lunch and dinner to be made at home. Um, so I'm not resorting to eating my lunch for dinner, which then makes my lunch later in the week non-existent. Or I don't have dinner and I save my lunch for tomorrow and I go out for dinner and make unhealthy choices. So all that is to say, breaking it down into what habits do you need to make to make your bigger goal happen. So like instead of a resolution of I'm going to lose 20 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever, I'm going to start making my own dinner at home four days a week if that's your goal or seven days a week if that's your goal or whatever. But make it something that you can achieve. Make it the next step. And then, you know, it shouldn't take a year to get to four days a week. So hopefully you can reevaluate at the end of January or February and you can go, great, I did that. Now I'm going to make it five days a week or six days a week. Always continue to improve, right? So yeah, I know for me, getting back into a habit of having a routine, and we we talked about this a little bit earlier, but having a routine is so, so key to being able to form habits, maintain them, and especially if you are trying to make changes in different aspects of your life, having some consistency is super, super key. So maybe you don't want to spend hours scrolling on Netflix trying to find a movie to watch. Or if you do find a movie to watch, then you're not happy with that movie. So you spend hours having a movie on in the background, scrolling through Instagram or Facebook when that time could be better used, whether it be meal prepping or literally whatever. But figuring out what is priority in your life and making time for it is going to be a way better use of your time than just saying, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to be a totally new person, but I don't know how I'm going to achieve it. So that's kind of my takeaway for this year. Yeah. And remember that a, a year is such a marathon to, to keep that laser focus. Like even marathon runners, I've heard, I'm not a marathon runner. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, uh, hearsay. Um, even marathon runners, I've heard, break it down into, you know, the next mile, the next, you know, 5K, whatever, mentally, just so they can get through it. Because getting the, what is it, 26.2 miles is insane. And it's such, it's so hard to run for that long without stopping. You know, you got to get motivated. So the, the mental tricks are breaking it down. Like, what can I do? in the next five miles or whatever. And, and then once you get there, you go, ah, oh, that's another chunk gone. Okay. How, how long till the next five miles is done? Um, so that's the same thing. And like, if I make a goal to make X amount of dollars next year in my business, I'm not just going like, okay, better make a bunch of money by the end of the year. I'm like, okay, that means per quarter, I need to make this much money per month. I need to make this much money. Now, how am I going to do that? What am I going to do to make that much money? every single week, right? And so like we always preach on this podcast, baby steps. So one thing I haven't done that I am going to do this year that I'm looking forward to is I heard recently um, 
one New Year's tradition that some people do is they create a list of things to look forward to, which I really like. Um, just because it, it reminds you of all the good that's coming and all the things to get excited for. And that's both like personal and business. So I could be excited for a, a trip you're going to take or um, family coming to town that you haven't seen forever or, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you know, like a, that is, you know is going to happen in 2020. Like make a list of all the cool things that are going to happen and get get stoked. So I've never done that before, but I, I'm going to try it this year. I'm excited to see how it goes. I like that. I'm going to keep you, I'm going to keep you to it so we can share. It's time for a recap. One, find a theme for your year, quarter, month, and use that as a guide. Two, build a habit that fosters your goal and stick to it. Three, you don't have to become a new person. Work on enhancing yourself. And that's a wrap on episode 18, light a fire under your ass and a wrap on 2019. We'll be back next week slash next year. Website and show notes are at unstuck.institute. And remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. If you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show a lot. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, www.unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be interviewing Josh of the Solopreneur Grind podcast. Tomorrow is the first blank page of a 365-page book. Write a good one. Brad Paisley. <laughs> <laughs>